what I meant. Yo, yo, can you hear me? Yeah. Alright, um, welcome back everybody to a brand new episode of Unfiltered. Sorry, it's been a very long time. Um, this is the fifth episode, even though it should be like the tenth or uh, actually like the fifteenth episode. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just a bunch of, uh, a bunch of stuff in between the season, you know, a lot of stuff between school and uh, I went on vacation and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, for me and Cameron. But yep. uh, we made a promise to like come back to the playoffs, and uh, here we are finally in wild card weekend. Um, right. Yeah, finally. Uh, the end of the season was very interesting. You know, we had a lot of teams that decided to play their starters had some injuries going into the wild card uh like the chargers for example like mike williams is out uh because of like a he had like a, a back fracture or something like that um but yeah a bunch of surprises in in the uh, week 18 and a lot of um i'm not sure if there were any upsets or not actually i mean i don't think it really mattered in week 18 but there, there was uh, upsets like, I mean, Washington over Dallas, right? Yeah. Dallas tried to get the, um, they tried, to, they could have won the NFC East, right? If Philadelphia lost. Yeah, but we were. It was a, it was um, it was a late game, so they were in. Eagles played, I think. Wait, or maybe they were playing at the same time. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I think they already knew. Yeah, it depends on like the time as well. I think I think the Eagles played the Giants in the one PM, and the Eagles won. So like, um, they knew that their um, playoff seating would change no matter regardless oh, of the result. Okay. okay. Right. Um, but I think um, to your point, it is inter- like it is interesting like when making you know predictions about this week and who's going to win these games. You have to look at. Um, last week's result and see which teams maybe limped into the playoffs and um, you know maybe lost some momentum or gained some momentum and accounting for that and you know what our what our uh, score predictions are so that's why it, it took me a little while to, to yeah. make the prediction I, I like I want to try my best because ideally I'm like have a perfect bracket because that would be really cool but yeah um, yeah, I mean, upsets, like, are, upsets are always fun, and you know, it's good. I'm glad that one thing about not having like your team in, you just don't care about like the results as a neutral fan. You just want to, yeah. um, you just want good games. Yeah, this whole season has been defined by like upsets. It's it's really interesting. Like we have um, like Jacksonville going to the playoffs after like starting like two and. I don't know, like two and six or something like that. Two yeah, something like that. Um, nobody would ever think that Tennessee would just fall off that bad, but here we are. Um, Pittsburgh also, like you know, they didn't make the playoffs, but they won like seven straight games to make Mike Tomlin still never have a losing record, which is crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I honestly never, I honestly thought this would be his first losing season, but that's actually really impressive. You know what that reminds me of is um, last year's Dolphins with um, Brian Flores coaching them. They were like, <laughs> they were I think two and seven, or yeah. like one and seven through the first eight games, and then they ended up getting nine and eight, and they still fire him. And yeah, I mean, they... speaking of people undeservedly getting fired, I mean, 
I, I think Lovie Cliff Smith, Kings, but... yeah, Lovey Smith. I yeah. think Cliff Kingsbury and Nathaniel Hackett deserved the, um, the axe, but yeah, Lovey um... Smith and David Coley last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unfortunate because they they're inheriting such a bad situation at Houston. Like that team is just not good. And for them to even have four games and not be the worst team in the league, for them to not finish with the worst record is actually, I think, impressive. Like, um, (laughs) I think they've finished the season better than a lot of teams did. Like, Indianapolis, horrible. Like, I think think Jeff Saturday deserves to not be considered them. I mean... Like he should not be considered for a full-time coaching job at Indianapolis mm-hmm. before Lovey Smith gets fired. Like Lovey Smith, I think he's a he used to coach the Bears when they made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And I think he coached the uh, the Bucks in the early 2010s or maybe mid 2010s. Yeah, it's like, just some of these coaches are more like of coordinators. Like they're like it's really clear. Like we got so many like that's like the biggest headline of this year all these new head coaches like Hackett I mean he was Aaron Rodgers offensive coordinator but a lot of the a lot of Broncos fans I remember it was like it's either going to be a big hit or miss like it's going to be a big like um comparison to like how Adam Gase was Peyton Manning's offensive coordinator in like 2013 and uh, mm-hmm. Rodgers was basically his own offensive coordinator, so it was kind of clear, but the Packers found more success with Hackett. It is interesting um, to see which, um, how maybe success as a coordinator in years prior, maybe you win a Super Bowl, uh, do well in the playoffs, and then they get a head coaching job, and it doesn't translate. It doesn't, it doesn't transfer over. Um, and but some you know come out of nowhere like and yeah like i thought like, o, like 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 kevin o'connell for minnesota i'm confident that he'll be a coach in this league for a long time and yeah. probably the coach of the vikings for a while um but like <laughs> just 10 years ago or 10 years ago he was backup for tom brady yeah you know and like sean mcveigh being young um, and there's no shame in like being a coordinator, of course, like a head coach, like that's the face of the coaching office and they're going to get most of the credit and yeah. they're going to get paid the most. But it's, um, it's, it's, um, it's weird how like some coaches are, you know, maybe take more control of the offense or the defense. Maybe they're more mi- offensive minded or defensive minded than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of and but a lot of the best coaches don't even call the plays you know yeah. Andy <clears throat> Reed doesn't Andy Reed doesn't call the plays it's Eric Bieniemy um, Bill Belichick doesn't call the plays anymore it's Pete like Carroll doesn't do Matt it Patricia, anymore right? um, yeah Matt Patricia and Joe Matt Judge Patricia's but I wouldn't there. say it's necessarily working out right now but yeah. you know what I mean so mm-hmm. it's just different leadership styles and um, coaching styles some people are better at being a coordinator than 
um, they are at a head coach, but so I think like Cliff Kingsbury and Hackett, they still maybe just you know the situation yeah. wasn't right. It wasn't the right fit. Um, but I, I feel I mean have opportunities like, at the college yeah. or NFL level. Yeah, like Hackett. The season was a disaster for Denver, but um, Hackett was put in a really bad situation. Like the Broncos have the most players on IR. Um, he's managing such like like the most injured team in the league in a really difficult division as well. Difficult? Um, I, yeah. I understand. I mean, I wouldn't say that he necessarily like did himself any favors. I think yeah. some of his like he made some like rookie head coaching errors yeah. um, here and there, some questionable calls. But to your point, yeah, sky, the thing is like sky high expectations, a tough division, yeah. and a lot of people injuries. Those are a lot of things that are often out of your control. Yeah, it's just that um, like literally just watching the Broncos, you can tell like the football they played was so bad that it had to be something that the coach was like doing to the team like because the last two weeks of the season jerry uh, rossberg the um the coach that hackett actually hired to help him with play calls or like uh time management he ended up being the head coach and he, he called some great games like against the chiefs the broncos played very well mm-hmm. um they beat the chargers the last week they, what's they, this guy's played. name you said uh jerry rossberg okay um, yeah he was he was also he won the super bowl with uh baltimore like 10 years ago i think he was like an assistant head coach for uh john arba so like it's kind of like it's those differences that really just impact the team the last two weeks denver's offense was actually playing really great um when Hackett left so I don't know. This new head coaching search is really interesting. I hope we get yeah. like Jim Arbaugh or Sean Payton. <laughs> that would be nice. Um, but yeah, it's anyways, tempting. it's tempting yeah. to get a big name, but sometimes the answer is like underneath you. You know, like yeah. I thought last year when the Raiders made the the playoffs that they should have hired Bisaccia full time. Yeah. Like for them to still make the playoffs and. They were, you know, they only lost by a touchdown in the wild card game to the eventual AFC champions in Cincinnati. But, hmm. um, and now yeah, that is and now really he's a, similar. Now yeah. he's a special teams coordinator for for Green Bay. And um, if anything, I know that like Hackett was this was his first season and his first in as a head coach, and you want to give him somewhat of a leash. However, I think you look at like the Carolina Panthers this um, this year, traded one of their best players in Christian McCaffrey, and they fired their head coach early on. I know Matt Rule was in his second year while opposed to Nathan, Nathaniel Hackett was in his first. Mm-hmm. Um, Denver also, knew, like, they saw the writing was on the wall early. As soon as they got off the bat start, they're like, okay, this might this probably isn't the year. Traded yeah. away Bradley Chubb. Um, like, I'm surprised Hackett stayed for that long. And But back to Carolina, like, I thought they played pretty well in the last um, five or six weeks of the season. I'd say the second half, they were like around 500, which is better than they than it has been. So like, yeah, um, yeah. maybe that guy gets a. I, I don't know his I don't know his name, but uh, whoever they hired as their 
um, interim, maybe he gets a, a chance, you know. Yeah. yeah, man. Um, yeah, just coaching changes is like it's gonna change, um, the whole trajectory of like every team. Like, it's of teams. Matters. coaching matters so much. Yeah. It's... While while these teams that you know were that are worrying about playoffs right now there are other teams that are you know trying to look for their next head coach and in this week in this week's power rankings like i was taking into account kind of not only how a team like their expectations going into this season and how they subsequently performed this year but also like what their outlook is on the future you know where they are in the draft they have guys are aging a lot of free agents is there um, head coaching, front office situation, and um, disarray, just um, stuff like that that I was also taking into account. But um, you want to get into the uh, first, the score Yeah, we can get into the games. Yep. Easier, um, easier this week with not so many games. Exactly. Yeah, there's only uh, like six games. Um, but yeah, the wild card weekend is going to be kind of exciting. Uh, we got Seattle at San Francisco. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a pretty rainy game. Uh, it's like pouring in California. I was um, actually just watching the uh, the Fox pregame um, broadcast, and they're um, talking about how this is this is true that the Niners hired the um, the Seahawks facility management guy <laughs> to like make sure that like to like deal with like the weather that they're having today and i guess like the reasoning was like who better than to um than somebody like a place like seattle which seattle, deals with yeah, the rain exactly. all the time and it is i think it's like fifth like high 50s a little windy like overcast just kind of a miserable day yeah weather day. has really affected a lot of these games in the last couple mm-hmm. of weeks so who knows um but yeah anyways uh predictions i I have San Francisco winning this game. Uh, I'm pretty confident in their defense, um, like especially their defense. You know, we got like their four-three. We got Javon Kinlaw. You know, Eric Armstead, Boza, mm-hmm. Warner. Such a strong like defensive front. It's it's what's been keeping in in this game. But not only that, I mean Brock Purdy, man, like Mr. Irrelevant is not irrelevant anymore. Like. He's really impressive. 13 touchdowns in like I think six weeks, um, averaging like two per game. Um, just really solid. Him and McCaffrey, and also George Kittle has had a huge workload, been really putting up big numbers. Um, helped me a lot in fantasy the last few weeks, but um, now that doesn't matter. But uh, Seattle, on the other hand, you know Gino been having the best year of his career. We got Kenneth Walker. DK, Tyler, Lockett, um, great receivers on their um, offensive side, really speedy receivers. Um, Seattle has been really impressive, like on their defense as well. Uh, I think Tariq Woolen was a really good pickup. Just been, he's, he's definitely like one of the best options for uh, defensive rookie of the year. Like you can agree, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's probably going to go to Sauce Gardner, but other than probably. Sauce, I mean, he's probably been the most uh, impressive rookie In terms of defensive DBs. back this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it is it is really impressive how Pete Carroll has managed Seattle. Um, mm-hmm. But I got I got San Francisco in this game. I think that either it's gonna be like a not a one score game. I feel like it might be multiple scores like for San Francisco ahead of Seattle, or it's gonna be a really close game. I don't know. This weather kind of uh, made me think that. It might be a run-heavy game, and both teams have really, really good running backs in uh, McCaffrey and Walker. So yeah. So um, what's your uh, score? I got uh, San Francisco thirty-seven to twenty-four. Yeah, I like I like the San Francisco pick. I ha- I have them. I have the uh, the margin being a little bit closer. I have the Seahawks only losing by a score. So I have 49ers winning 31 to 23. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think half the games this week, like we were talking about, um, or we were texting about earlier, was our divisional matchups, starting yeah. with this one. And that like that's good and bad for both teams in the in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the Seahawks aren't gonna wanna lose to the 49ers three times in a row this year, but they have to remember also this is the only one that matters at this point mm-hmm. right and in a toss-up game like it's really hard also for the 49ers to beat another team um, three times in one in one um in one season i think there are still questions about is brock purdy enough is he like is his production enough for the 49ers to get the 49ers over the hump you know um, and finally win a Super Bowl again, but um, I think, like you said, San Francisco's defense, these teams know each other. I think they're going to make it really hard for the Seahawks to uh, to score, and the Seahawks do have that potential to like be able to score in bunches, but if there's any defense in the league that can keep them from... Um, yeah scoring a lot of points then I think it's it's San Francisco so um, I see this game with like Seahawks down by eight and they're have to like drive the full length of the field in under like 40 seconds and they're just gonna fall up they have to get a touchdown and a two point they're just gonna come up short so 49ers 31 and 23 31 all right mm-hmm. uh, next game uh I actually like this game a lot. I think it's going to be really competitive. Uh, LA at uh, Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, I Char- see a lot, a LA lot of Char- mixed. Of uh, yeah, LA Chargers. I see a lot of mixed opinions on this, but I honestly think that Jacksonville can win this game. I think they will. Um, they've actually been really surprising uh, the last couple weeks, or like the last half this season. Um, Things have been going really well for them, you know, receiver-wise. Zay Jones, um, who else is on there? Wait, yeah. Zay Jones, Marvin yeah. Jones Jr. Marvin Jones Jr., yeah. Um, uh, Christian Kirk. Kirk, Etienne. Evan Ingram. Yeah, all those, like, these are, in the beginning of the season, when they made a bunch of these trades, people were like, oh, they're just overpaying all of their receivers. But it's actually starting to, like, go get in their favor. Um, it's like you just need, like they'll, 
they'll play the receivers that like they need they'll use what they got like they'll use what what's important for them and then also next year like Calvin Ridley is gonna be part of this team which can be really a lot more dangerous mm-hmm. um, their defense has been playing great um, Josh Allen has I think he got like a touchdown last week um, or like a fumble recovery yeah he had Allen. the uh, he had the scoop and score a touchdown which was yeah. that was the go-ahead touchdown that got them into the playoffs. exactly yeah exactly uh, just really great defensive play uh, Trevon Walker has he hasn't had like a like in an ecstatic year like you know for pick. a number for number one overall pick yeah. maybe not the greatest year but not well, like bad, right? yeah he's definitely like helping um you know like Rashawn Jenkins safety um corners who are their corners I haven't heard too much about that I think Tyson Campbell right he's I, with them I think is Shaquille Griffin one of the corners no. Okay. Uh. Yeah. I see Tyson. Tyson Campbell is one of them. I've I've heard some good things about him this year. Um. Their secondary isn't like exactly in like amazing, but they're just keeping them in the game. Um. Chargers, on the other hand, as I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, um. Or like you mentioned that like teams are going to want to go into the playoffs with good momentum you know like they a lot of teams were playing their starters uh the charges they were playing their starters against denver yeah and unfortunately mike evans got his back like injured and this is actually making this is putting a lot of speculation for brendan staley to get fired if mm-hmm. they lose so it's really interesting he might be on the hot seat if they lose because mike williams is like no doubt their best receiver this year most explosive player mm-hmm. um but this they still got um keenan allen you know great great offense like best one of the best running backs in the league yeah. austin eckler just such a productive running back he has like the most receptions in uh chargers history already like this year i think he has like 105 receptions as a running back um they're just gonna rely on him really heavily but i just think you know la does have I'm pretty sure they have a good amount of injuries on defense. I just think Jacksonville, honestly, is like a more balanced team, and they're just gonna pull out like some surprises. That's what I think uh, will help them win. So you have Jags winning? I do. Yeah, I have them winning by just a field goal, 27-24. I like it. I like it. Um, so that's where we're different, I guess. That's where we start mm-hmm. our differences. I have the Chargers winning. Coming into Saxonville, Saxonville, um, yep. I mean that it is the first time since Saxonville that they've made it to the playoffs, mm-hmm. um, thirty-eight to twenty-nine, and just a little crazy stat. I, I saw it's like I think okay, so the Jags I think have they're almost in their thirtieth season, like their thirtieth yeah. year in the NFL, and. Um, they found success in the late 90s with like Mark Brunel and um, their two wide receivers who were like, they're like pro bowlers, um, all pro players. I forgot their names, but mm. I remember Mark Brunel as um, the quarterback. But I saw this crazy stat that they've won four 
they've won four um, AFC South titles, and I think in like two or three of those um, years, mm-hmm. they've made it to the conference championship game every single time. So like yeah. they have a great like home playoff record. And so stuff like that makes you want to consider Jacksonville and already as like just the five and four matchup. Chargers and Jaguars is one of the best, you know, hardest games probably to pick along with of this week, along with the Giants and the Vikings and probably yeah. Cowboys at Bucks, which is the NFC um, side of the um, five at five seed at four seed matchup. Um, but like you said, a lot of speculation with Brandon Staley making some questionable calls. I mean, he makes yeah. some questionable calls in the field. all the time. He, yeah. he goes like for fourth downs a lot too. He's cost them some games in the two years that he's um, been the head coach for them. Um, but but um, I think I understand that side of like like we were talking about, you know, keeping their legs fresh and keeping them warm, like. Like they don't, they don't want to lose momentum going into a game, even though that game was pretty much meaningless as it was mm-hmm. 4 p.m. And they knew that Baltimore already lost to the Bengals earlier that day, and their seating wasn't going to change. Um, and they still played all the stars mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter as well. Yeah. And, but, I, I just, I like Justin Herbert, and I like Justin Herbert and the charges in this one because i think it's just their time like there's they're also a very young team with a great offense like a lot of weapons like you said just like jacksonville but they're just a little bit older um and their defense has started to step up i would say in the in the last third of this season um like they lost jc jackson but khalil mack has had a great year and i think joey bosa is finally like has stayed managed to stay on the field f- um, for most of the year and is I'm pretty sure he's playing tonight mm-hmm. so um, I just I, I think both of these teams are good teams it is really a toss up but I had the Chargers winning 38 38 to 29 yeah I like it um yeah I think it's uh it has the potential to like be a pretty high scoring game these these offenses have scored pretty high um jacksonville also beat los angeles 38 to 10 in like week two i think yeah it was like week um, two so or week three it was yeah that's in, also one in SoFi too yeah exactly um but yeah good points anyways uh next game we got uh 1 p.m tomorrow we got miami at buffalo I think it's I think it's weird that like it's I I would put like three game I mean it is like football's a Sunday sport. Yeah, I would put like, like three games two, today, three games tomorrow. Yeah, I mean the Monday yeah, the Monday night thing is just ridiculous, yeah, it's, it's but kind of it's just annoying. another another way for ESPN to make or the money. NFL to make some money off of ESPN. Exactly. They're exactly. probably paying like 100 million for one game or something. <laughs> Probably, and plus it's Tom Brady, and De- of course the Cowboys have. To yeah, like, and it they have and it could play. it could be his last game. I mean, you it never could be. You, know, you could never be. know, but I saw um, that. You know, do you see that he's he's eight and zero against him? He is, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's really surprising. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if 
Tampa Bay ended up uh, just miraculously winning. But it is Tom Brady in the playoffs. Yeah. And he's like, what's his playoff record? He's like 35 and something. <laughs> something like that. I think it's um, I think it's like 30, 35 and you can just make the record because you can just make the you can just do the math because like a playoff loss means you're done. So exactly. that's one year wasted. He's won he's won the whole thing seven times seven. in the league for 22 years. So you could say he has like probably 13, 14, 15 playoff losses or something uh, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, still. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. 35 wins. I mean, that's what happens when you play in the league for like a hundred years. So. That's why Joe, that's why Joe Burrow's the best player of all time because <laughs> he has 14 fewer playoff losses than exactly than um, Tom Brady. But yeah, uh, Miami and Buffalo. Uh, this game is we not, don't even need to. We don't even need yeah, to. Like, it's not really exciting. <laughs> um, Buffalo. I got Buffalo in a blowout, forty-one thirteen. Um, I just see them giving Skylar Thompson a really hard day, and it's Buffalo. You know, you're in Buffalo, such an insane environment to play in. Um, arguably like arguably the best team in the NFL I mean I actually have another team over them right now but um, let me yeah, let, let me let me guess the Niners I do have the Niners yeah <laughs> yeah I do um the thing is a lot of people were like oh why isn't Minnesota the number one seed but like you can't trust Minnesota like at they, all you know I I was compliment just several minutes ago i was complimenting kevin o'connell and saying like i think he'll be a good quarterback i mean not yeah. a good quarterback a good coach in this league for years to come but i was looking at the parallels between this year and last year they had like the same like negative point differential last yeah. year in the 400s but they had an eight and nine record and missed the playoffs exactly. this year they have a what a 13 and four 14 and three like that's just a that it's it's crazy yeah, right. <laughs> um it's i just think opposite. like san francisco i think is so alike like to minnesota except that san francisco has an insane defense and minnesota has one of the worst defenses in the league i think they have like the 32nd ranked defense now do you mean like but that's a big difference do you mean like they're like like no, off, like, like I don't know. They just offensively, they have like, a lot offensively, of yeah, they have a ton of weapons. Um, in that sense, uh, yeah. Um, but defensively, of course, it's way different. It's like I mean, San I'm Francisco's. Looking, I'm looking at a lot of teams that are playing this wild card round, and I mean, the amount of weapons that it's an offensive league now. Like we were talking about in the last matchup, Chargers and and Jag and the Jags. Yeah. Chargers, even without Mike Williams, that's another reason why I'm I'm picking them. Even without yeah. Mike Williams, Joshua Palmer stepped up in those days that where it was him. It was yeah. Mike Williams and him over um because Keenan Allen was hurt. And Keenan Allen produced last weekend against his best game of the year against a Patrick Sertain like shadowing him probably mm-hmm. more often than not. So 
Um, DeAndre Carter has had some big games, and Gerald Everett is a uh, more of kind of like Evan Ingram. Um, on He's the a defense. really underrated tight end. Yeah, yeah, like a more of a wide receiver, like a big bodied wide receiver than a tight end. He can really move. Um, but like you said, like yeah, some of the best offenses, like 49ers, Chargers, Jaguars, Vikings. I mean, even the Bengals. I think the Bengals probably have the best wide receiver room and in the league yeah um but but yeah what's your your buffalo what's your buffalo take the buffalo take is look it's the same as last year bills had the second seed playing the seventh seed and it's actually no bills had the third seed last year and played but playing a divisional team in the in the wild card like they did against the pats last year it's gonna be a blowout it's gonna be the they, exact same yeah, yeah they beat the pats by 30 47 to 17 <laughs> last yeah. year i have the bills winning this one 44 to 20 it's gonna be perhaps the worst day of skylar thompson's life so <laughs> probably <laughs> uh, yeah man like tua tua being out like bro like you're gonna you're gonna get mm-hmm. Tua injured again, like for the third or fourth time, third or fourth concussion. It's not. And there's cutting. and there's something about this Bills team. I think a lot of people are rooting for them. You know, the franchise has been unlucky. They've lost. Yeah. They lost four straight Super Bowls. Exactly. They they had like um, the, the Demar Hamlin thing. Yeah. thing was was unfortunate, and they've lost to the Chiefs two years in a row. And it would be heartbreaking for that for that to happen again. And I think it's it just seems like it's their year. And so I, yeah. I can't have them losing this game. Um, yeah. You'll see where I have them. Um, yeah. In, uh, yeah. We'll get to the brackets. Playoffs, but, uh, yeah, we'll get to the brackets yeah. pretty soon. Bills um, 44 to 20. All right. Um, next game. I think this and Los Angeles' game are like the most, I don't know, I, uh, the most anticipated games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Giants at Minnesota. I think that's going to be a pretty fun game as well. The Giants are... Um, they're being carried by Dable. Like it's just such a like we mentioned <laughs> we mentioned before coaching changes really just you know who, the trajectory. You know who um Brian Dable reminds me of? Remember Freddie Kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know man. what I mean? Like Yeah, there's there, such a Freddie Kitchen. There's a lot like, of uh, the build too, there's a lot of like big there's a lot of like big dudes who are like who are coaches in this league? I mean, maybe like former linemen, or you know what I mean. Like Andy Reid's a big dude; he's a good coach. Yeah, dude, people um, were people were comparing uh, Mike Dable McCarthy's to, a big dude. Yeah, people were comparing Dable to Biggie Smalls. They were like, they were like, Dable is the best like fat dude. Best in New York. fat dude for New York. <laughs> since, like, since Biggie yeah, Smalls. since Biggie. Yeah, um, that's that's elite company. That's, yeah, I mean that's a great compliment. Yeah. yeah, to be mentioned in the same breath, that's 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 high praise right there. Yeah, dude. Um, I think this is gonna, yeah this is gonna be a really good game. Um, but a lot of people are predicting upsets for the Giants. Um, to upset mm-hmm. Minnesota, but I think Minnesota is just gonna survive. You know, th- a lot of their season has been defined by like one score games, and. I think they will just get away with this game, 33 to 26. Um, I think this whole game, like, or this whole season, Justin Jefferson has just popped off. You know, best receiver in the league this year by far. Um, he's really kept Minnesota like 
in every single game, really. But mm-hmm. the only thing is when Minnesota, when they lose, they lose really bad. Like, when they allow points, they allow so many points. Um, but I just don't really see them allowing New York to score um, that many points, even though New York has been, like, they've been arguably really good this is their best year in the last like i don't know how many years like seven eight years yeah um, i'd say yeah six years since like 2016 since the freaking exactly. since the boat what was that thing called the, the boat picture yeah the, the tragic boat picture. yeah <laughs> um but yeah i think this is gonna be a great game you know saquon is gonna be playing in his first playoff game which is also something to watch daniel jones he's been playing pretty solid um mm-hmm. he's playing against a really bad minnesota defense so uh i just think that this is going to be a pretty fun offensive battle between both teams i just got minnesota 33 26 i think they'll survive 26 so this is great because i pretty much did the exact same thing i have the vikings winning but we have mm-hmm. almost identical score predictions i have the vikings winning 33 to 27 okay um these teams played in week 16 and it was a close one also in minneapolis the vikings ended up winning i think it was like 20 24 to 20 or something like that um so a little bit lower scoring but still a tight game um uh like like you said brian dable probably you know coach of the year even with a nine seven and one record um happy for daniel jones and saquon it's been a long time coming for them to finally play in the playoffs and get that um get that opportunity and but i don't think i just don't think they're gonna win this one um mainly just because I think the Vikings offense is going to be like too much. I think the Giants have a good defense. They're kind of switched in that way. Giants have less of a good offense, but have a better defense. Um, And honestly, this was the game that I had the most trouble picking. I was even debating like tossing a coin up for it. Um, the thing is, yeah, I wouldn't, I but, wouldn't be surprised if uh, the Giants upset the Vikings because yeah. the Vikings are like that team that will, they have the best chance to get upset. So. And it wouldn't even mess up my bracket much, anyways, because I have whoever wins this game probably losing to the Niners in the next round. Yeah. Right. And so this could be, you know, a mirror of the 2019 season where the Viking, well, the Vikings went on the road to New Orleans and um, beat them, but then got their ass whoop the next week in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think I think the Vikings have like more experience. Kirk Cousins has that. Um, he's been in the playoffs a couple times now. So Yeah, he's only um, won one game though. He's only he's um, only won one game, but I think yeah. I don't know. I think I, I like the I like the Vikings in this one. It's it's yeah. there isn't really much more. <laughs> it's just gonna be it's hard. It's just a close feeling. Like it's gonna be a close mm-hmm. game. That's it, really. Yeah. Um. 
Okay, so next game we got Baltimore Cincinnati. I'm not even gonna lie. I think Baltimore is one of the worst playoff teams I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> they're like in their like in the state that they're in. Like no Lamar, not even uh, yeah, all right. Tyler Huntley. Um, spoken from a true Broncos fan. <laughs> What's what, yes. what what's the name of oh yeah Raheem Moore? Oh yeah, right. the ten year anniversary <laughs> happened like yesterday. It, oh my god, it is. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, I saw yeah. it all over like Instagram. Wait, did yesterday. he even have a job after that? You know, he's actually considered to be one of the Broncos' head coach candidates. Really? Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, but yeah, I saw that all over Instagram yesterday. Just... Yeah, that was the. That, that was like, something. That was one of the most uncoordinated plays I've ever seen in, <laughs> in like in NFL history. Dude, I'm telling you, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jacoby Jones, man. Like, just such an <laughs> unreal player back in the day. <laughs> Jacoby Jones yeah. is is he's on the Mount Rushmore of like of uh, kick returners. Yeah, exactly. You know like I mean? he's up there it's with Hester, Devin Hester, Cordero Patterson, Jacoby Jones. Jacoby and let's go uh dante hall maybe (laughs) (laughs) yeah um been causing broncos teams nightmares for yeah it's just this sucks it's Um, unfortunate but um anyways uh this is this game i don't know it feels like it's going to be similar to the buffalo game Mm -hmm. um easy easy one for us to pick yeah i don't think it's going to be too high scoring but i think cincinnati will be up by over two scores i got them 28 to 13 um joe burrow is just he's just amazing he's the best quarterback of all time <laughs> i can't believe we said that phrase those words verbatim twice in this podcast he's the best quarterback <laughs> bro i hope i don't jinx him oh my hey God. yeah like we said only only one playoff loss in his career like that's incredible exactly. Exactly, to in the Super Bowl. That's it. <laughs> so. Um I think like you said, it's well it's a divisional game. Um three six seed visiting the three seed. Um they just played last week in Cincinnati. Um the Bengals are one of the hottest teams in the league right now. They would be the number one seed if um, the freak incident that happened with um, yeah, DeMar. DeMar Hamlin. Um, if that didn't occur, you know, because you, when the injury happened, they were up what seven to three at the time. It was midway mm-hmm. through the midway through the first quarter, but um, I think yeah, like they... this team just has a chip on their sh- shoulder. Like I've seen a lot of quotes from like Joe Mixon. He seems to be like the most outspoken about it. He was like. They a lot of him and a lot of people within the Bengals organization were pissed about like the NFL's resolution to solving who gets yeah. the field advantage. Honestly, a lot of a and, lot of people were mm-hmm. um, because they basically they essentially gave the Chiefs the first like the first round uh, or the first um what's it called the bye. Yeah, like but <laughs> I because I remember when I saw like the the solutions for it, I was like so the bit I was like. Well, that doesn't really solve the problem, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the 
the Chiefs it really it, like still, the um, Chiefs still get one less game to play. They still get the bye, and they still get yeah. the lowest seed remaining. To yeah, play. it's just that they're like, oh, okay, so the AFC Championship won't be played in Kansas City if it's a yeah. Buffalo and Kansas City AFC Championship. <laughs> like that's it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's I, I've been telling you, man. This this league, they love they love the Chiefs. They love. It's, the it's kind Chiefs. of clear. It's uh, kind of clear. Um, but yeah. Uh, I, so I have the I have the Bengals winning this one easily only giving up like a touchdown and a few field goals 29 to 13 um, Lamar Jackson's out score. we know yeah. that so it's going to be Tyler Huntley starting no it's actually um, Anthony Brown oh Anthony Brown's okay yeah. even worse even so, worse <laughs> like you know what I mean that even that solidifies it I love Anthony I mean Anthony Brown's cool he went to he went to Oregon oh nice um decent quarterback but he's not he's not joe burr he's not ice cold he's not and it just seems like i said with like i was talking about the joe mixon quotes or whatever he's been saying Mm -hmm. um it seems like they have a chip on their shoulder and until they lose they're still the defending afc champions so um other than other than the bills they're the the greatest threat to the chiefs and um, yeah, they're like the exactly. dynasty that Mahomes and Reed hope to create. Yep. They can get another one. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, uh, next game. Score? Um, or, uh, I already said my score, uh, but uh, we basically have the same score. I said 28 to 13. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, next game, Monday Night Football, of course, Dallas at Tampa Bay. Um, I actually completely forgot that this is in Tampa Bay. That's actually changing a lot. Um, like changing a lot of like my thought of mm-hmm. if Tampa Bay can win. It would. Hey, I don't. <laughs> it, it must be nice to play a playoff game in in, in Tampa, Florida. You know what I mean? Like, like Cowboy. Even yeah. though it's not too far from Dallas, and like, I feel like football. Even though like ideally you know get rid get away from the weather you can play in a dome like um at AT AT&T Stadium in Dallas but playing in Tampa's at even at this time of year it's it's gonna be really nice and yeah good weather um yeah unless I'm wrong and they have a freaking hurricane coming in or something (laughs) it's not the season it's crazy how like (laughs) Tampa Bay is like beautiful weather right now and then California is just getting soaked torrential um, rain exactly um but yeah uh this is gonna be this reminds me of the giants in minnesota game to be honest um it could be a big upset you know tampa bay upsetting the i believe dallas is like a five seed right all the non-divisional games like chargers yeah. jags giants and vikings cowboys and bucks like you said just those those are the those are the good games those yeah. are the ones that we probably had I mean, I did. I know I did. I mean, you probably did too. I had a bit more difficulty choosing those games. But um, who do you got? I actually think Dallas will send Tom Brady home. Um, I do too. Man, yeah. we're agreeing a lot. Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, I just have a feeling. like let's, it's see just... if our, let's see if our further brackets like match up too. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that might be a little different, but we'll see. Um, Especially since you don't like the Chiefs and that's always a problem. Don't like the Chiefs. You probably have gotta... like the, you probably have the Chargers 
No, oh wait, no, you picked the Jags, right? You probably have the yeah. Jags being the Chiefs or something. <laughs> nah, I'm not that delusional. Um, but anyways, for this game, I do have Dallas winning 34-30. I think, I mean, playoff Tom Brady is just, you know. He different. Playoff Tom Brady he is different. He's going to keep them in this game. He's playing a great Dallas defense, but. That's why he's the GOAT. <laughs> But I feel like Dak Prescott is going to kind of uh, have a sloppy game, but still keep them in. Um, you know, he's he's had, like, how many picks this season? Like, 15 or something? Like, most picks in the league? Um, but, you know, still pretty solid offense. Been playing really good. Um, I think, like, three or four weeks ago, I, I, was, I had Dallas as the number one team. Um... Not three or four weeks ago, maybe like five or six weeks ago, when they were they were on fire, um, they were just playing really good. Now they're in like I feel like they're in a similar situation as Minnesota, but uh, still Dallas's defense is incredible, um, and that's what I think is gonna really just be the difference in this game for them. Um, I got them beating Brady. Thirty-four, thirty. What was your take? thirty-four to thirty? Oh, okay. God, we have man, we're on fire today. Similar, similar um, scoreline, um, similar um, margin of victory. Uh, I have them winning thirty to twenty-six. Um, Cowboys also over the Bucks. Um, like you said, it could be. I mean, Brady. Well, Brady's eight and zero against the Cowboys. You never know. It could be his last game. There's. Mm-hmm speculation that he could be going to vegas um which vegas. yeah las vegas becoming He's a raider the raider um you know going on playing under his uh former offensive coordinator in new england uh josh i thought McDaniels. he was gonna i heard he was going to miami well that remember that speculation last season that was the weirdest thing that was I think, weird and then I there the... was like type of Thing, there was but, a San Francisco one because that's his like favorite team, but it was he yeah, that's he's now. from that he's from that area. He's yeah, trying to go to like, a state with uh, with no income tax, man. He's trying to make the most money. <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, um, you knew you know that has to be some part of the reason why he chose to go to Tampa in the first place. Probably like yeah. to go from snowy, you know, winning playoff games in the cold of winter at Foxborough. Yeah, he's like to... he's like an old man now too. <laughs> yeah, like run in the yeah, snow. it's his retirement. It's his retirement home is, is in Tampa. But, yeah. Um, um, yeah, being 8-0 against the Cowboys in his career is a scary stat to see if you're a Cowboys fan. Yeah. And I think the Bucks, you know, still have one of the best defenses in the league, and they have a great, like, fast linebacker core that can cover man-on-man the great skill position players and running backs of um, the Cowboys. I think, like you said, Dak will be key if he he has been kind of underperforming as of recently, but um, I think part of his job is to not mess up. They have one of the best, like similar to a lot of these other teams, have one of the best offenses and a lot better offense than I'd say the Bucks do this year. So um, he just needs to minimize the mistakes and put it in the hands of guys like Tony Pollard, of which I think, I mean, of whom I think we'll have probably a really big game, um, maybe rushing touchdown, maybe receiving touchdown. Um, mm-hmm. And also they have to account for Zeke when the game gets tough and that big boy is still running through 
the gaps and wearing wearing that defensive front down. So yeah, I, I like the Cowboys in this one. I think I don't see them, you know, losing in the first round and people making too many jokes, but I do have them losing in the next round anyways. So, <laughs> okay. um, yeah, Cowboys 30 to 26. McCarthy will keep his job for another week. Another week. All right. Um, now, uh, you want to move on to power rankings or the bracket? Let's, well, yeah. So now taking into account our wildcard predictions, um, I think, well, just to tell our listeners that we'll probably change it every time because I doubt that I'll go six of six in these games. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing but the bracket? We'll, we'll, like cha- we'll do the bracket and then we'll probably... You know, have to yeah, adjust it finish. for next week, but uh, we'll see how how good we are. So, um, assuming that, assuming your bracket goes perfectly, who do you have? Uh, okay, when, so when on the all... AFC side, um, again we have uh, I got Buffalo beating Miami, uh, Cincinnati beating Baltimore, and Jacksonville beating Los Angeles. So for the divisional round of the AFC next week, I have Buffalo versus Cincinnati and Jacksonville versus Kansas City. Um, and then after that, I have Kansas City beating Jacksonville. Um, and I have Buffalo actually beating Cincinnati to go to another AFC championship with Kansas City. Um, and between that, I think this time Buffalo might take it to the Super Bowl. I got Buffalo going to the Super Bowl this year to represent right. the AFC. There's your AFC champion. Yep. Uh, and then the NFC side, so we mentioned four. Uh, so I got San Francisco over Seattle, Minnesota over New York, and Dallas over Tampa Bay. So we got Dallas moving to Philadelphia next week, um, and San Francisco playing Minnesota. Um, just like you said, you got Dallas losing, right? I got Dallas losing as well um, to Philadelphia and San Francisco beating Minnesota. I think the NFC Championship is going to be really cool. Uh, San Francisco versus Philadelphia. Um, But I think San Francisco, I don't know if people are considering San Francisco to upset Philadelphia in the NFC Championship. That's that's like... Mm -hmm. Would that even be much of an upset? Like, I know Eagles are a higher seed and they would be at home, but... 49ers just, are a good team. They are a really good team. I, I got San Francisco um, beating Philadelphia. And I think Buffalo versus San Francisco will be the Super Bowl. And I have Buffalo finally um, taking their first uh, Lombardi back home. So, so in the this is our first episode in a while. Yeah. And I think this is one of the few episodes where like the majority of things we, we agree with agreeing <laughs> like that is my exact bracket that's your exact other bracket. other than you having the jags um winning tonight over the chargers that's the only difference um that pretty much is the only difference i still have the chargers losing at kansas city so all the so the divisional round, I thought this was I mean it's happened before, but all four team all four home teams win in that game and then Bills and Chiefs, that's a neutral site game. So I would I the Bills winning that one and I still have the Niners going to Philly and winning that. Mm-hmm. And then um 
Yeah, in Arizona, that's a home game for the Niners and the op- literally the opposite end of the country for the Bills. But yeah. I um, I have the Bills finally getting capt- finally capturing their first Super Bowl. Um, but yeah, unless I'm pretty confident that like this will like I don't. I think this I'll go like, like four and two or five and one in the six mm. games this weekend. So like the bracket shouldn't be that messed up. Um, yeah. It just like, but if of course the Seahawks beat the 49ers, then like there goes your NFC champion. The, exactly. The now the, then the whole thing is uh-huh. going to be messed up. And it just yeah. looks, yeah, it looks like a bad March Madness bracket. It's <laughs> like if one of your final four teams loses, it gets upset in the first round or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, we want to get to the games. Uh, we'll go quickly through the, uh, Power the final wildcard rankings of the year. Um, do you want to do the... Me... Um, I got. I actually did the whole power rankings from like 32 to 1. No, I, I did too. I did too. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, all right, we can just jump right into it. At 32, I got Indianapolis. 31, I got Chicago. Uh, I'll just do 32 to 20. Um, 30, I got Arizona. 29 is Houston, 28 is uh, LA Rams, 27 is Denver, 26 is Atlanta, 25 is Cleveland, 24 is the New York Jets, Uh, 23 is New Orleans, 22 is Tennessee, 21 is Las Vegas, and then 20 is New England. Um. Yeah, so dead last for me, I have Houston, same 31 as you, Chicago, 30 Arizona, 29 Indianapolis, 28 Atlanta, 27 New New Orleans, 26 LA Rams, um, 25 of the Raiders, 24 the Panthers, 23 the Broncos, 22, um, 22 the Titans, and uh, 21 the Packers, and um, at 20 Cleveland. Um, my 19. I'm gonna do 19 through 11. So we got Washington at 19, uh, Carolina at 18, Miami 17, Green Bay 16, Baltimore's 15, Pittsburgh's 14. Seattle is 13, Tampa Bay is 12, Giants at 11. Wow, does that mean, wait, where's Detroit? Detroit's top 10. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I was like, did I miss him? I missed them no, no, in the twenties. No. <laughs> uh, they deserve it's, it's nice to put Detroit yeah. top 10. I, I, I like your thinking, like not all of the 14 teams that make the playoffs are the top yeah. 14 teams. Yeah. Um, That's like a so, separate ranking, but um, yeah. So 19, I have the jets 18 um, new England 17, my commanders 16. I have the dolphins and uh, same 15 as you at with Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you had Pittsburgh at 14 as well too. Yeah. Yep. Um, I have Detroit at 13 okay. um, Seattle at 12 Tampa at el- and, and Tampa at 11. All right. So at number 10, I got Detroit. You know, they were, uh, unfortunately, they didn't make the playoffs. They should have made it this year. Um, but we got Minnesota at yeah. 9, uh, LA Chargers at 8, Jacksonville at 7. Um, I, I can't 
can't believe I'm Jacksonville over Minnesota. Um, Dallas at six, Philadelphia at five, Cincinnati at four, uh, Kansas City's at three, Buffalo's at two, and then San Francisco's at one. Uh, okay, I think I, we have so it's same top five, almost mm-hmm. you know same top ten, except for Detroit. I have um, the Jags at ten. Giants at nine, LA Chargers at eight, Cowboys at seven, Minnesota just outside the top five at six, and then you have the Niners at one. I have them at five. Really? Um, wow. Yeah, I, I I still like them. Like the top five are the contenders, right? Yeah. So the Niners, um, Eagles, Bills, Chiefs, Bengals. Um, but my order goes: Niners at five, Bengals at four, Eagles at three. Bills at two and the Chiefs at one. Oh, you got the Chiefs at one. <laughs> hey, I still uh, I, I, I do that. I do that. Um, but you know, I have the Bills in in this initial bracket. I have the Bills winning it all. So, okay. um, yeah. All right. Like it a lot. Um, but yeah, I guess that's it for this episode. Um, mm-hmm. Again, we're, uh, we apologize for the big um, gap between our last episode and now. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely uh, going to be more consistent next season. And obviously consistent for the rest of this season that we can do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was a fun episode. Uh, enjoy the playoffs, guys. And uh, we'll see y'all for the divisional round next week. All right. Yep. Great to be back on with you. Yep. All right. Peace out, Cameron. See you. See you.